In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis as Bitcoin hash rate hits yet another all-time high. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin currently being traded at a $3,000 discount on Binance US. But wait, there is a catch. We'll also be discussing Coinbase shares are up 50% since the SEC lawsuit, as well as Robert Kennedy Jr., who's running for US president in 2024, says he invested up to a quarter million dollars in Bitcoin after the Miami conference. We'll also be discussing BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world, and their ETF trade in full effect for Bitcoin as US investors actively accumulating BTC. We'll also be discussing ex-SEC chairman Jay Clayton says Bitcoin ETF ETF should be approved if the spot Bitcoin market is proven to have a similar efficacy as futures market. Quoting him here from a recent interview on Squawk Box, it would be hard to resist approving a Bitcoin ETF. Word up. Also in today's show, $800 billion standard chartered bank is now forecasting a $120,000 Bitcoin price by 2024. They say a supply shock will send the Bitcoin price to six figures. Max Kaiser responded, standard charter's biggest shareholder is BlackRock, so they would know. $220,000 in play. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome to y'all just joining us and tuning in. This is pod episode number 1337. I'm your host, JV, and today is July 10th, 2023. Checking out our market watch here. You can see Bitcoin up about 1% for the day, trading at roughly 30500 at the time of this live stream. We got Ether uh, trading just under $1,900. Matic, one of the top gainers, up over 6%, trading just under $0.74. Cents. And checking out CoinMarketCap.com, the current crypto market cap, is sitting just under $1.2 trillion with about $27 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the Bitcoin dominance at 49.9% and the Ether dominance at 19.1%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, we have Hex leading the pack up roughly 20%, Matic up 7%, and we also have a sea of red with some alts correcting. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators, shows we're currently rated of 56 greed. Yesterday was a 55, last week a 62, and last month a 49, which is neutral. So there you have it. Welcome to y'all just joining us here in the live show. Let's pump this bad boy to 31,000 plus by the end of the show. If you want to see that come to fruition, make sure to drop a one in the comment section or in the live chat if you feel we can get to that price target. Keep it in mind, the current annual high or for the past 13 months is 31,500. So we're only roughly a thousand dollars away. I personally feel once we can break clear above 32,000, uh, to 32,500. There's nothing but thin air between that and 40,000. So send it and let's freaking go. Now for today's Bitcoin technical analysis and welcome to y'all in the live chat. Make sure to say hello and let me know where you're from. I'm broadcasting live as I do each and every day from the beautiful islands of Puerto Rico. Let's go. So here we go. A Bitcoin hash rate hits yet another all-time high. 
pretty good stuff. The Bitcoin hash rate hit an all-time high over the weekend, meaning that it becomes increasingly difficult for any individual or group to control more than 50% of the network's total computational power. According to data from BitInfo charts, Bitcoin's hash rate spiked to 465 exahashes per second on Saturday from 406 the previous day. Now, despite the value dropping almost 6% to 428 exahashes per second on Sunday, the world's leading blockchain network's hash rate is still at its highest levels. And as they commonly say, the Bitcoin price follows the hash rate. So let's go. In the world of proof-of-work cryptos, such as the king crypto Bitcoin, the hash rate stands at a critical metric, unveiling the health and security of the network. It serves as a measure of the estimated computational power committed to supporting the Bitcoin ecosystem, encompassing crucial activities like mining, key generation, and block validation. By analyzing the hash rate, one can gain insights into the network's resilience against hostile takeovers, particularly the dreaded 51% attack, where an entity gains control over the majority of the network's computing power, a higher hash rate directly correlates with a more robust and secure network, creating formidable barriers for anyone attempting to compromise its integrity. And as hash rate escalates, the level of difficulty for potential attacks increases exponentially, making the network increasingly impervious to malicious actors. And while bringing more security to the network, an elevated hash rate, however, comes with certain trade-offs for miners. These include increased competition and the need to allocate additional resources for more powerful mining hardware and cooling systems, which may also result in a higher energy consumption. So to compensate for the growing expanses, miners can sell coins they produce, although dropping the price means they need to sell more Bitcoins for the same face value. And at this time, we got Bitcoin again trading just above $30,500. One potential reason for the latest Bitcoin hash rate surge is the Texas-based miners are back at full or near full capacity, according to the hash rate index report pointing to recent heat waves in texas the report says that the scorching temperatures still turned out to be too weak to cause substantial problems to the state's electricity grid meaning that the miners could resume their operations as normal let's go how many of you are in texas let me know this development is also likely to result in the growth in bitcoin mining difficulty added to the report forecasting an anticipated adjustment that is due later this week of above seven and a half percent now the mining difficulty is the value of representing the computational power required to mine a single Bitcoin. It's adjusted roughly every two weeks, getting more difficult as more miners enter the network and easier when they leave. There are literally thousands of other miners around the world who are expanding capacity when and if they can. So the growth isn't only coming from Texas, said the report's authors. Wherever it's coming from, the end result is the same. The next difficulty adjustment is going to be a freaking whopper. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree that the Bitcoin hash rate will continue making new all-time highs as the difficulty adjustment continues and just look at this parabolic chart this is like a hockey stick pretty good stuff that ultimately means the network has never been so secure and never been so strong. Now let's discuss Bitcoin currently trading at a $3,000 discount on Binance US, but there is a catch. So let's break this down. Bitcoin is selling for nearly 3000 less on Binance US, providing a significantly better rate than global spot prices. But here's the catch. July 9th, the swath of crypto users began noticing a widening price discrepancy between cryptos listed on the US exchange and their global spot price, with many calling it a 
DPEG of cryptocurrencies. And with Bitcoin currently trading at 27.5 on the exchange against the US dollar, which is around an 8.5% discount from the global spot USD prices, other cryptos are also trading at a discount in US dollar terms. Ethereum prices are around 200 cheaper on Binance US, trading for just under $1,700 at this time. And some stable coins, such as Tether, were also trading below their pegs with Tether at 91.5 cents on the exchange, as pointed out here. Whoa, Bitcoin trading at 26.9 on Binance US versus its $30,300 real price and Ethereum 200 lower than normal with USDT at 88 cents. Like, whoa. Now, however, while the crypto discounts look enticing, the reality is that most investors will not be able to take advantage of them. This is because the discount only applies when a crypto is trading against fiat USD on the crypto exchange. So keep that in mind. The problem is Binance US users have not been able to deposit new USD into the platform since June 9th. And you can thank the SEC for that one, which is when it was suspended. Effectively, this means that the discounted crypto can only be bought with any USD already sitting on the account before the suspensions. So that's the caveat, fam. Concerns that Binance US will soon halt USD withdrawals have also led to some users trading their crypto below market value in order to exit their positions in US dollars. And according to an email from Binance US to customers, which has circulated on Twitter, the last day for USD withdrawals will be July 20th, giving y'all 10 more days to get your crypto off that exchange. Now, in late May, a similar situation occurred relating to the Australian dollar and the Australian branch of Binance, when the company's third-party payments provider shuttered fiat on and off ramps, the price of Bitcoin on Binance literally fell 20% compared to the global spot prices when traded against the Australian dollar. So there you have it. Keep stacking stats anyway. You know how or forever hold your peace. And again, not your keys, not your coins. So if you're going to execute a trade on any crypto exchange, don't matter if it's Coinbase, Binance US, Kraken, Gemini, etc., execute the trade and then put it into cold storage so that no third party is holding your crypto because whoever holds your crypto literally owns your crypto. So do keep that in mind. And we're still pumping currently 30,600. Make some noise in the live chat. Let's get this baby to 31,000 plus before the end of the show, shall we? And with that being shared, now let's discuss the latest with Coinbase shares surging 50% after the SEC uh, just went after them for allegedly selling unregistered uh, securities. And shout out to Kathy Wood. I believe she's a smart cookie taking advantage of Coinbase shares and doubling down even after the SEC regulations against them. So here, despite the Coinbase crypto exchange facing a securities violation lawsuit in the U.S., the company's stock has been on the rise. Coinbase stock added more than 50% of its value since the U.S. SEC filed a lawsuit against the firm for allegedly offering unregistered securities. According to the data from TradingView, Coinbase shares surged 51% from around 52 bucks June 6th to $78 on July. July 7th. The stock is also up around 133% over the past six months, while year-to-year growth is roughly 50%, not too shabby. And amid this significant growth, as outlined here in the chart, some major Coinbase stockholders have continued selling some of their shares. On July 6th, there was a number of senior Coinbase execs, including CEO Brian Armstrong, who sold the combined total of 88,000 shares worth roughly $6.9 million. And according to official filings with the SEC, the transactions included a 5,500 scale by Coinbase board member Gokul with a 1818 sale by Chief Legal Officer Paul Grewal and 7300 sale by Chief Accounting Officer 
Jennifer Jones. Previously, Jones also sold 74,000 Coinbase shares June 29th, netting over $5 million. And while Coinbase execs have been selling their shares on a regular basis, some major investors have continued to hodl. Since buying another 400,000 shares of Coinbase stock in early June, Kathy Wood's investment firm ARK Invest has not sold any of its holdings, according to the company's portfolio updates. Like I said, she's a smart cookie. This aligns with Wood's stance that Coinbase share prices would rise as Bitcoin price increases. On June 19th, the ARK Invest CEO once again reiterated her confidence that the Bitcoin price would reach $1 million per coin one day, with that one day being by the year 2030. So there you have it. How many of you are bullish on her prediction and feel that a million dollar Bitcoin price is inevitable and only a matter of time? Let me know in the comments below, along with by what year do you think that will turn into fruition? And if you think that's just a crazy prediction that will never occur, also let me know and I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud at the end of the show. Now let's discuss the latest from U.S. presidential candidate running as a Democrat for president, who is Kennedy Jr. Um, he confessed to holding at least $100,000 in Bitcoin. They're now saying 250000 which he purchased allegedly after the Bitcoin Miami conference earlier in the year as he was a keynote speaker. Then we'll di- dive into the latest from uh, the BlackRock ETF, followed by Standard Chartered's $120,000 Bitcoin price prediction by next year, keeping in mind that BlackRock is the largest shareholder of that banking giant. So obviously they must know something, right? So let's uh, break this down. Here we go. And how many of you are going to be voting for RFK Jr.? Let me know. We also have DeSantis running as a Republican who is also pro-Bitcoin and anti-CBDC. So here we go. U.S. presidential candidate RFK Jr. owns up to 250000 in Bitcoin in contrast to his previous claim that he was not an investor in the leading crypto. A, a record obtained by CNBC shows Kennedy Jr. owned between 100000 and 250000 worth of Bitcoin at the end of June. The investment was made after his speech at the Bitcoin. 2023 conference in May when he announced that his campaign would be the first to accept Bitcoin donations in the United States. During the conference, the candidate also denied investing in Bitcoin. He said, I am not an investor. I am not here to give investment advice. The financial disclosure filed on June 30th did not specify when the crypto was purchased, only that it had returned less than $201 since the investment was made. The filing does not indicate who purchased the asset, although the candidate's campaign acknowledgement said it was Kennedy Jr. Now challenging President Joe Biden, Kennedy Jr. has targeted the crypto community in his campaign in a tweet on May 3rd. He stated that cryptos led by Bitcoin along with other crypto techs are a major innovation engine, adding that it was a mistake for the U.S. government to hobble the industry and drive innovation elsewhere. Breach. And amongst this, his wealthy backers is Twitter founder and block CEO Jack Dorsey, who recently thrown his weight behind the candidate. He can and will, wrote Dorsey on Twitter about the candidate's strategy to defeat his opponents in the upcoming race. Kennedy Jr. is the son of former Attorney General and Senator Robert F. Kennedy, uh, as well as the nephew of the 35th President of the United States, John F. Kennedy. His support comes at a crucial time for the American crypto industry with the SEC crack 
cracking down on crypto businesses in the absence of a proper regulatory framework for digital assets in the United States. So there you have it. All I know is this. I honestly am not so concerned with who wins the presidential election in 2024, but I do hope it's someone who is pro-Bitcoin and anti-CBDC. And we all know Sleepy Joe and Trump, unfortunately, are anti-Bitcoin, anti-crypto, and pro-CBDC. So who would you vote for if you had the opportunity to vote? Let me know in the comments right down below. And bigger question, who do you feel is most likely to win this presidential election? I mean, for Christ's sake, the United States is really dependent upon it. Yeah, you know I mean, past four years have been horrid to say the least. But anyways, now for the latest uh, evolving around the BlackRock ETF. On-chain analyst William Clemente says U.S. investors have been piling into Bitcoin ever since the news about BlackRock's ETF bid took center stage. Facts. In a new interview with Bitcoin bull Pompliano, Clemente says there are three pieces of evidence suggesting U.S.-based institutions have been actively accumulating the king crypto since the BlackRock announcing its application for a spot-based Bitcoin ETF. Clemente looks at a various trading session throughout the day and points at the heightened activity of market participants in the U.S., quoting him here. We can see that the ETF trade has been in full effect across several different things. But who's been primarily putting that trade on? It appears that it is U.S.-based entities. These are the two things that I look at as evidence of that. The first is what's called cumulative return by session that we can look from Veldo or Velo data. And he broke it down into the EU, APOC, and then the U.S. trading sessions that we can see is, especially since the BlackRock filing, but even slightly beforehand, we can see that the U.S. has been more more actively bidding Bitcoin relative to those other trading sessions. Clemente also says Bitcoin has been trading marginally higher on Coinbase compared to the other exchanges, pointing to the increased involvement of U.S.-based firms. And lastly, the on-chain analyst is also keeping a close watch on the CME, Futures Open Interest for Bitcoin. According to Clemente, the Bitcoin Futures Open Interest on the global derivatives marketplace has skyrocketed since the BlackRock ETF app, indicating that U.S. institutions are getting more exposure to BTC. As he shares here, the last piece of evidence as well is looking at CME futures open interest. So this looks at the total number of future contracts outstanding on the CME who usually trades on the CME. It's not crypto degenerates that are looking to punt on leverage. It's U.S.-based traditional type firms. We can see a clear jump in CME futures open interest following the BlackRock ETF app. About a billion dollars worth of open interest was added in that time period. So there you have it. We'll be keeping an eye on that. And Jay Clayton, the former chairman of the SEC, the one who launched the lawsuit against XRP his final day in office before Gary Gensler took over. He was just recently interviewed by Squawk Box. How many of you watched this interview? Let me know. And ultimately, the ex-SEC chairman says that the Bitcoin ETF should be approved if the spot Bitcoin market is proven to have a similar efficacy as the futures market and also says it would be hard to resist approving a Bitcoin ETF. So there you have it. I mean, you got the green light from uh, the CFTC, the SEC, all the head regulators, they all say you can't stop this train, which we call Bitcoin, ultimately. So yeah, and now for our breaking story of the day and the moment you have all been waiting for, let's discuss Standard Chartered's latest price prediction. The $800 billion banking giant says Bitcoin is likely to hit 50000 this year and hit 120000 by next year. And yes, the Bitcoin price is still pumping. We're roughly at 30600 just $400 away from $31,000. let us 
freaking go. So yeah, let's break down this uh, final story of the day. Bitcoin is in line to hit 50,000 this year and crack an all-time high in 2024, according to the banking giant. In a report quoted by media outlets, including Reuters, on July 10th, the banking giant went on record to announce a Bitcoin price recovery. Let's go. In the wake of a seismic change in the institutional approach to Bitcoin in the US, the mainstream narrative around the largest crypto is shifting rapidly. Standard Chartered, which just last year forecast the Bitcoin price dropping to as low as 5,000. Whoa, now believes it will end the year 10 times higher. Just like that. Bitcoin should reach 50,000 this year in 2023. The report from the global head of research and chief strategist forecasts thereafter, Bitcoin should go on to $120,000 per coin by the end of next year. That means by the end of 2024. The reason Kendrick believes lies in supply dynamics. As miners dedicate more and more resources to preserving the network, they are also selling less BTC, creating a supply and demand imbalance that will tip in the bull's favors increase minor profitability let's go uh, also says means they can sell less while maintaining cash inflows reducing the net bitcoin supply and pushing the prices higher according to the report standard charter is already active in crypto with its crypto custody platform zodia raising 36 million dollars in a series a funding round back in april now a major bank predicting a rosy future for the bitcoin price is just one instant of what the analyst recently dubbed the BlackRock effect. BlackRock's move to file for a spot Bitcoin ETF repeated by several major asset managers has sparked a turnaround in how the mainstream media treats Bitcoin. According to Arthur Hayes, the former CEO of Exchange BitMEX, the unwavering course of technological improvements worldwide will itself launch Bitcoin sky high. We'll send it. And artificial intelligence is foremost on the radar with Hayes believing it will select Bitcoin as its currency of choice thanks to its unique attributes. So there you have it. And as pointed out here by Max Kaiser, Standard Chartered's biggest shareholder is BlackRock. So if anyone knows, absolutely they would know. And hence he says $220,000 per Bitcoin in play. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the high priest of Bitcoin. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.